don't call it the poopy podcast. Yes, it is. We <laughs> have to be quiet because we're going to start this thing, okay? Yeah. All don't, right. Don't do that. Uh, Yay! Championship and um, it's not of Christmas of finicky football and snake. You're not in it. We're gonna talk about that and a lot of other things. But first, let's talk about the joy of family and the holidays. Snake, <laughs> tell me how was how was it? How are the holidays? Just lovely, you know. It's uh, it's always a pleasure getting to have two full weeks of children always there, and uh, and uh, traveling across the state during snowy weather, and no hanging out with family, and it's wonderful. That's just, just just lovely. Where exactly did you go? We went over to. Tiffany's family's from Eastern Washington, from the Tri Cities. Tri Cities, so, that's yeah. right. That's so a... we went out there, but uh, yeah, it was it was a little stressful this year though because we, um, I mean, you know, we have a dog uh, who is got a very loud bark. You and, brought the uh, dog. We brought the dog this time. Wow, bold! And I will say she was fantastic. She was a rock star. And uh, for those listening who don't know, we I have a great Pyrenees. They're it's a very large dog, very loud bark. They don't, they're not the most portable of dogs. I mean, they're no, she's no moose, but uh, but we decided to bring her with because she just gets so anxious being here um, and driving all of my neighbors crazy. So yeah. I'm like, ah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take her with. Which was great until Tiffany's family decided that they didn't like that plan oh. two days before. Oh. And I'm like, great. So thankfully we got it all figured out. But, you know, you it's, sure, the dog. it's never fun to travel across state to in-laws' house and houses and then, then last minute having to stress about what you're going to do with your dog. You know, it's just... Uh, Happy holidays! That does add just a little bit to the beautiful season of, of the holidays. Um, I will say, yeah, Emily and I, uh, Emily's also here. You just can't hear her over the sound of children. Uh, it's been, um, it's been a lot. 
It's been a good amount. It's been a, a lot of double dipping of each day. I'm growing four big teeth. Of cat, of cow, I'm growing teeth. six big teeth. Bennett growing even more teeth. No, she's not. She's lying. Okay. Uh, just real quick, do you guys feel like you've had enough podcasting? Do you want to go uh, watch a movie? Or? No, we're not podcast. No, they would never ruin this podcast. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I don't think you are ruining it. I just wonder if you might want to go watch a movie. No, I'm going to talk about food. Okay, well, we're okay. just going to keep our then voices. I'm not ruining this podcast. Okay. Right. I didn't say you were. Thou doth protest a bit too much. I'm okay. going to stay at this podcast All and right. not ruin it. All right. I live noble goals. Noble goals. All right. Um, holidays. Check. Uh, uh, what, WSU football, uh, bowl game? No check. Didn't do that. Um, oh, and I want to mention that, uh, we are following a show flow that was made, uh, by Cal. Cal has created the show flow once again. And, uh, we're just going to kind of go down the list, uh, and, uh, before we get into the championship matchup, between uh, Nasty Bliss and Nastier Zach. We're not ruining this podcast. Thank you, Bennett. Um, I'm digging through the text mes- the text uh, messages right now. And Snake, the uh, the kicker debacle. Did you see what, uh, speaking of Bottom, did you see what happened with Bottom's uh, kicking options? Like last week? Yeah. That I mean, I don't think it would have actually saved him, but uh, no. no, it wouldn't have saved him, but it would have made it. I mean, that was that's a big difference in, in, in points. I mean, here's the problem, I guess, if you're going to have two kickers, you mm-hmm. know, and you, you risk having that, uh, that one that goes off on your bench and, uh, why I just stick with one kicker. Right. It is a, it is a is a bold move to have two relatively successful kickers. I feel like what is it? Matt Gay was the eighth best kicker and Jason Sanders, well, is now the number 1 kicker. I don't know if he was that before he got 47 points in one matchup, but uh it's uh He didn't read the tea leaves correctly on that one. And that's uh, that's a bummer. Even though Zach obliterated him by oh, something like eighty points, uh, it is it does feel like that, and maybe a couple other moves could have got him a little bit closer. But anyway, bottom's dead. Uh, let's talk about what happened. Uh, what happened to you? Um, what the heck? You had you had all the pieces. It felt like all the pieces, I- and it seems like you know a lot of people. They prioritize one team. They t- they pick one team to uh, to stick with it. And I don't know. The Eagles just didn't take you there. They felt like they were one of those teams, you know, like the Chiefs, the Dolphins, uh, heck, the Chargers for a while. But, like, it did feel like the, if you had enough Eagles, the right Eagles, you could go the whole way. And I felt like the Hurts-Brown stack just failed you at the end. What happened? The Hertz-Brown stack did fail me kind of for the last few weeks, really. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been good. A.J. Brown, not so much. He really just hasn't um, hasn't been good for a few weeks. And really, it was kind of, um, I don't know, a lot of things that played into me not moving on. 
and underperforming guys on my team, but mostly it was just overperforming guys on Bliss's team. You know, I mean, the first the first of the two weeks, I got the lowest score of my whole year. It was right. like 138 points, and that's uh, that's hard to. And then in Bliss, got 200. So it's hard to come back. You know, when you're uh, when you're down almost 70 points, I think is what it was. <clears throat> So yeah, it was um, it was uh, it was always going to be difficult. It, it got close there at the end, though. I thought that there was a real good there was a real chance that I could have actually come back on the second week with uh, with Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown, but then him having Swift really just put the put the nail in the coffin. It was a weird way that that game went, but yeah, it ended up going in that direction because yeah, you had a lot of the other right pieces. And had you still been in this, uh, the Browns would have given you a pretty hot start with 17 yep. points. Uh, weird football game. I guess we can't really. I'm looking. I'm looking at the. Yeah, I'm looking at the show flow. And yeah, I think we gotta. We gotta just get right into it. We gotta get into our championship matchup, which is unfortunately Ben Blistifer and Zachariah McKee. Uh, we're gonna we I mean we might as well pull this thing to pieces. Uh starting with Browns that didn't play, uh Amari Cooper. I mean, I think if we had done this, we planned on trying to do this last night. If we had talked people who were gonna impact this game the most, Amari Cooper would have been top of the list, being that Absolutely. he had 40, 45 points last week. And it's an incredible amount. A big reason that bottom had no chance of coming back. Uh, and then Joe Flacco had 21 points at half and it felt like maybe he was going to take Cleveland to the promised land with a record output. But instead, yeah. instead he had 22 points total. He just yeah. got it all done. I mean, did you watch it? Did you watch the game at all? I did. Yeah. And, he looked uh, tired. And honestly, was, I get it. East coast. That's 11 o'clock. I couldn't do it. I'd be tired. I'd need a nap. Yeah, I think it was just what, you know, it looked like it was, you know, the the way that the Browns came out and their defense is just outstanding. And the way that they came out in that first half, I think it just sucked all the sa- all the wind out of the sails of the Jets. And that whole game, the whole second half was just kind of a snooze fest, really. I think that the... The Browns just put it into cruise control, didn't really, you know, they just wanted to get the game over with, get go to the playoffs and so on. And that Jets offense is so terrible, just awful. And It's funny. I, I want to do a discussion one day where we talk <laughs> about how, you know, it was like, man, the, right, the, the, ugh, the Niners have all the pieces if they just had a quarterback. Or maybe if you could add... Christian McCaffrey, maybe that would change things. Like, or maybe you know what? This Dolphins offense looks really good. Jalen Waddle is so fast. What if we added Tyree Kill? That would take things to the next level. You know, like those kinds of changes. It feels like the Jets are one of those changes away from being something. And I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers. I really don't. But the one of those kinds of changes away from being a really good team. But right now they are not. So nope. that wasn't a big surprise. Uh, however, the Browns are a big surprise. They're 11 and five now. And who knew that Joe Flacco was all they needed. It's kind of that thing where it's like Joe Flacco is 
kind of like a Brock Purdy where we're like, man, all you needed was just a slightly adequate piece to finish the puzzle. And now this team can beat anyone on a good day, which is shocking. Um, all right. So that is number one on our list. Joe Flacco. Talking about the Seahawks. Oh, we're at the Seahawks kicker. That's right. So we're gonna go through uh, the we're gonna go through the lineup. Cal. Yes, Cal. Uh, Snake. I want to talk my guys. I want to talk yeah. guys who we think uh, have a chance at swinging this already somewhat slanted matchup with Zach favored one seventy three one fifty seven in week one. Um, yeah, let's take let's take a, a little bit of a dive into here. Uh, what do you think? I'll try to find like a good version of this. Uh, what do you think? Who stands out to you? Who can make a big difference in this matchup? Just like somebody who could either win the whole thing or just lose it, or maybe a little bit of both. I think there's there's a few players on both teams that can really dictate I, how this finals is going to go. And I think one of them is um, for, uh, for Zach, I think Travis Etienne to me is going to really, he hasn't been very good for the last few weeks. He's had really, that was ill-timed. That was an ill-timed horn. He wasn't being but, really good. It was bad, bad timing. Terrible timing, you know. He he brought you to the finals and yeah. to the playoffs, and then kind of hasn't done shit since. Wow, but he's playing Carolina this week, and his starting quarterback may or may not play. So I think that how you know how he handles that game that can really dictate a ton of points, or is he just gonna? continue this kind of mediocre performance that he's been doing so far. So I, I'm very curious to see what happens there. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, well, I don't know. Let's, let's go down the list. I've, we, we'll see if any of these are on your, my guy list. Cal provided a show flow. Travis Etienne was not on the list. Um, Cal, who's number two on the list for who are our, our, my guys who can make a big impact on this game. Yeah, just just say it out loud. DK? No, that's not DK. That's a Seahawks kicker. Seahawks kicker, Jason Myers. Because as we know, this could go one of many ways. But man, it's like Pittsburgh. Great defense, but Mason Rudolph on the road. I feel like we could probably prey on that a little bit. And even if like their defense is locking it in, it does feel like if bliss is somehow going to come away with this, because I am more interested on the reasons bliss could win than Zach. Cause Zach's team just looks, uh, I hate to say it just way better. Just so much better. Every, every position, every position is better, but I'm trying to come up with ways that this could work for bliss and it starts with me jason myers guy's got it gotta have a chip on his shoulder this has been a tough season for him if we feel like we can stay in control against pittsburgh by kicking field goals i bet we will i mean i don't know what the weather will be but i i bet we will so it does feel like maybe that would be the kind of thing to happen in this game jason myers that was one of my guys i had him on the list um 
You say you're next, my guy, and Cal will tell you if he's on the list. We'll keep an eye out. Is James Cook on your list, Cal? Oh, my goodness. The next one on our list was the Bills. So I'm going to go ahead and say that, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of James Cook. Yeah, because not only James Cook in this matchup, but we got the Bills defense and Josh Allen. So it does feel like, I mean, well, this was – it's weird that you say James Cook is your guy. Explain to me why he's your guy, and then I'll tell you why I just had the Bills as a whole. Because it does come down to one person to me. Yeah, I, I think for, for James Cook, it's kind of um, – he's kind of doing the opposite of what Travis Etienne did in the year, and he's really turned it on here at the end of the year. Now, he had a bad game last, last week, but ultimately, I mean, James Cook's performance two weeks ago is part of the reason why I – got I was down so much and it's yeah. the fact that you know and that offense is it's weird ever since they changed their offensive coordinator they've really switched to a more run heavy offense I mean you Which can Josh see Allen it didn't even way. throw it all one time and they just kind of yeah dominated yeah again. and um I mean and it's obviously had a huge negative effect on Stefan Diggs but um I just see them I mean New England is a really tough uh, defense to play against so yeah. I, it's hard to say what what's going to happen in this game but I think if he can have the performances that he's had um, as of recent I think it really can make can really determine um, how this finals goes so I like that I uh, I was trying to think of like who what where does this where does everything come to a head if, if could one person one person decide this matchup and for me it's bill belichick if bill belichick just puts on his coaching hat again whereas he's essentially the reason i in a differently got eliminated all i needed was denver to just like get like decent points against uh the patriots it seems like it's bailey zapping the patriots what's the worst thing that could happen everything rides on this for the Broncos, the Patriots only lose by winning, right? Because that would knock them out of the top three. I thought I had it all figured out. Clearly, the Patriots have no desire to win last week's game. Alas, 25-23, Bailey Zappi takes them down the field, wins the game. Ridiculous. Uh, here we are. There's no reason for New England to win this game. Which makes the Bryce Berenger New England putter a really good pick by Zach. But I'm saying Zach's picks make the most sense. Zach has all the right people. Um, he's got Josh Allen. He's got, uh, he's got the Bills defense. He's got the New England punter. This, his entire setup is for the Bills to demolish New England like they should. But what if they yep. don't? If they don't, if Bill Belichick just decides to be a jerk, and I will say it, Bailey Zappi, who is four and two this year, just does Bailey Zappi stuff, and it's Ezekiel Elliott, and it's just Mario Douglas who's on Bliss's team. If that entire game swings and the Bills do Bills stuff, that could 
swing this entire matchup because Zach's got enough invested in this game going one way. And Bliss even benefits from a little bit from it going the other. So, yeah, that's uh, that would be my pick for uh, for that. And that's why that's why Cal had the Bills written down at three. So, um, all right, what else you got? Uh, what else was? I mean, um, I'm I'm curious about Jameer Gibbs. Um, oh my goodness, that's insane, Cal. Who do you have at number four? Yeah, yell it. The Lions. We're well, so in sync, Snake. This is insane. All right, tell me, talk to me about Gibbsy. Well, I, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of uh, you know too soon, but notice. Two of the main guys from Bliss's team are the two guys who just annihilated me in the game that I played um, against Bliss. And so, but Jameer Gibbs is really, um, he's looked like the, the player that they drafted in the first round at the right time. And for anyone who has played against him, actually, you know what's interesting? I, I did notice this. I, I looked into it. Jameer Gibbs has four weeks this year with over 20 points. I've played Bliss three of three times. <laughs> and three of those times are the times that Jameer Gibbs had um, had 20 points. And I, and I, well, I tell you what it is. I think, you know, Bliss is all into his voodoo curses and things. I remember on one of the first episodes we did in this season, and we talked about who we think could be a bust. One of the ones I said was Jameer Gibbs. Oh, no. So the voodoo has happened. And it is ultimately him who is my demise. It is he. So, so anywho, that's why I picked Jameer Gibbs, because voodoo says I have to. (laughs) Well, uh, that does make sense. I think Gibbs... And I think Dallas will let him let him go, and I do think he is going to have good points. I think eleven is probably, yeah. if he he only scores eleven, is probably okay. And then beyond that, uh, Lions wise, why did we have the Lions on our list? I think that's just is it the only Lions player? I do like Gibbs. Is there any Lions in this matchup? No. Well, and there's the Cowboys coach. Um, oh, and because the game Brandon is against Aubrey. the Cowboys. That's right. Yeah, that would swing it. Oh so, yeah, so there's the Cowboys in this matchup. So yeah, too, but... if Detroit who just gave up 400 yards to Minnesota's uh, backup, backup quarterback, um, you would think that Dallas will have a heyday, and Brandon Aubrey can put up 50, and that'll put Zach in the driver's seat. But, like, I don't know. Teams ebb and flow. Detroit's looking for the one seed. They could. They could punish with with Jameer Gibbs, and then if their defense is locked in, Dak could have a Dak game, and if he does, Brandon Aubrey doesn't get the 21 points he's projected for, and the Cowboys coach, you know, he gets some negatives. And so, yeah, I, I, I would keep an eye on that game. I think that does, uh, that does change things a little bit. Cal, what's next on our list? The QBs. The QBs! My goodness. Is there anything more important in Finicky? I don't know, because uh, like we said earlier, Joe Flacco just got 22 points. Um, 
Zach has a premier pair of quarterbacks in Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. But the funny thing about that is he has a more premier pair of quarterbacks on his bench as far as the playoffs are concerned. Because I think Jared Goff is the second highest quarterback in the playoffs as far as scoring. And Joe Flacco is the fourth. And that's before counting today's 22 points, which could have been way more. So the fact that he's actually benching his best quarterbacks as of late to go with Josh Allen versus New England, which we've already said, is more up to the coach than anybody else, and Lamar versus Miami. Now, I don't know. Lamar versus Miami could be 71 to 75, for all we know. Final score. Um, and then on the flip side, Trevor Lawrence is barely healthy playing a pretty hungry Carolina team because they have nothing to lose since they don't have the number one overall pick and Matt Stafford playing the Giants who yeah the the Rams need it the Giants don't that's kind of as simple as that goes unless unless MetLife Stadium has something to say about it I think the Rams will come away with that one yes they're uh, I mean you know Tommy Cutlets isn't playing, though, or he isn't a starter. I can't believe they benched Tommy Cutlets. I mean, what are, what are they doing? I don't understand. <laughs> Why no not? Do, I, I, mean, I guess I get that he got hurt, and so they put in Tyrod, and then they made a. I mean, Tyrod's a much better player, but what? I mean, are they? Re- they're really trying to win right now. That's the sad part. They're really trying to win. So, but the bigger question mark for me with regards to the quarterbacks in this matchup in particular. You know, Bliss has complained about the quarterbacks that are available, which she has every right to do because they are pretty bad on the waiver wire. Yep. Although he still has Zach Wilson on his bench. Which and is now, now useless. Which is now useless. He's wasted He that was point. useless last week. He was useless the week before. And what do you now, do with Easton yeah. Stick? What are we doing he, here? Liz, yeah. what games are you playing? You gotta drop that guy and pick up someone else. And at least you have the option if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, that's better than Easton Stick. Now, Easton Stick might be fine, but I mean Christian Watson's, Watson is still questionable against Jacksonville. Is that not a better hold than Zach Wilson, who will not play any more football guaranteed? He could he have had Elijah Moore. Elijah Zach Moore might done his career might be over. Elijah Moore just had 12 points today. Could have started him guaranteed without Amari Cooper. You would think that's a guaranteed 12 points. It's shameful is what it is. It's shameful. All right. Um, Cal, I just, can you hear your, your gasp of boredom? Cal, can you tell us about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? It's on our list. Do you think Baltimore, the Ravens, have a chance at winning against Miami? Yes. Why? Closer, closer, up, close, get it closer. There we go. Because they won 12 games and lost three that I feel like they're going to do a really good job this season. Are they your Super Bowl favorite? I think so. Oh, we're not ready to commit that far. I get it. Now there's a lot more, a lot more details to go but through. What if it's a team you don't like? I mean, 
You mean the Niners? I know, I know. We're, we're figuring that out. Ah! I know, it's tough. It's a whole lot. Okay, hey, don't touch the mic. All right, so wait, which one was, what was that? Do you remember what that one says? I don't know what that one says. I think we can skip that one. We don't need to do Jordan. Wait, We're not gonna... <coughs> I don't know it's spelled. Okay, so they're going straight to the end. All right, so we're going to MVPs, which will be our final piece. No, uh, what about 49ers? We, we've kind of already touched on 49ers. They, they'll probably win, and that will probably guarantee what Bliss some points. Well, they're playing, uh, they're playing the Commanders, and I don't think there's much of a choice, a chance of a tie. Okay, so let's say it right here. Who's your MVP of this matchup? Who is the most important person that we haven't discussed for this game? What? Who could decide at least round one, maybe both rounds? Um, I'm, I'm. Cal hit the nail on the head there. I think Lamar Jackson is the is is the player I am so curious about. I mean, this is, he's now in the driver's seat. As so this, and he's playing, this is going to be a fun game to watch. And I think the way that he performs in this game is going to dictate the real life MVP. And so we'll see. I think that that's, um, he would be my choice of, uh, of the MVP of the matchup. So I've um, I'm not I haven't overthought it, but I am probably just spiteful as far as the entire season got. I actually have another non-player as my most important person for the rest of this matchup, and this is still looking. Again, I look at Zach's roster, and I'm just like, wow, the only person who can ruin this is Zach by not playing the right people because he's got a lot of people on his bench, who also probably should get played. I look at these lineups, and I think that. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Uh, it's Arthur Smith. I think if Arthur Smith decides to play Bijan and Kyle Pitts, then, and, and, and coach a great game against Chicago uh, defensively, all of a sudden, Ben Bliss has such an advantage. But guess what? I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's no. going to be a lot of Tyler Algier and Jonu Smith. And they're going to give up 23 in the first half against a Justin Fields who can't wait to play for the Falcons. Like yeah. it, It's going to be – thank you. God, God that's a that's, that's – uh, so, yeah, yeah, with all of – so, with all of that, uh, Arthur Smith, I can't believe he might keep his job next year, but Arthur Smith, I think, is going to be the most valuable, most important, likely the most dooming – element of this matchup and that's uh that was mine Excellent. that's what i got um i do think trevor lawrence is going to play i was thinking about talking about other quarterbacks that we could add in in a hypothetical if trevor lawrence is just like i can't go um you're not gonna play are you gonna play easton stick versus denver over any of these other free agent quarterbacks uh I mean, I would probably play Tyrod Taylor over Easton Stick personally because um, I I mean that's how great would it be if Tyrod Taylor beat the Rams? How great would that I be? mean that would be he fantastic. Could. 
I'm very well for good. I, I hope he does. I hope they do. I hope they do. Uh, Jacoby Brissett mean, getting somehow projected for more points against San Francisco. Um, that doesn't make any more sense. Uh, yeah, I just like Easton Stick. I mean, I you know the, the we're Broncos. We're not North Dakota anymore. We're not. Yeah, I mean the Broncos are a pretty good defense. Um, I mean. I don't know. That team is just so bad. They they, they are so like. I don't think that um, um, uh, Keenan Allen's gonna play. So that's just one less. And I mean, and you know firsthand how 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 good the you know the running backs have been there. So it's just been a God, miserable year. For- I can't invest in Chargers anymore. Uh, it's so painful. Um, I am. I will say. I am excited uh, that the season is is coming to a close as far as fantasy is concerned because I'm already excited thinking about next year. Um, I will say I'm looking at, you know, there's a lot of good defenses out there. I mean, both those guys have pretty good defenses, but there's a lot of still opportunities for, like, I don't know. I, we got the, Fal- I, the Falcons versus Chicago. I get the projected for eight, but I don't know. And then the Bills versus New England project. I get that the projected for the most, but I feel like there's a lot of defenses out there that are really hungry, that are looking for playoff wins. I don't know if yep. both of those are the ones I'd trust. Uh, and uh, it's a bummer that Quincy Williams didn't have a, a great game, but, I mean, that's going to make it more interesting because, uh, yeah, Bliss needs all the help he can get. Um, all right, so I'm, I mean, I'm excited for the playoffs, I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited for all the bowl games. Uh, I'm going to give you our closing minute to uh, talk about what you are excited for for upcoming football. Jake the Snake, here we go. Well, I'm with you. Um, I mean, I love fantasy football. Definitely one of my very few hobbies that I have that doesn't involve alcohol. Um, It does involve alcohol, so... But, uh, anywho, I am, on one hand, sad for it to be over with, but on the other hand, I think it is it's very... I am looking forward to a little bit of uh, less stress of having to set my lineup and worry about picking up people, um, that kind of stuff. Um... (laughs) Yeah, um, you know, and then just have a little break before fantasy baseball, you know. Oh God, I yeah, I don't know how talk you talk about that. something that really takes over your life. Yeah, we tried doing basketball once, and I'm glad I never got into baseball. I will say, it's like the drama doesn't stop, man. Bears got the first pick. Do they keep Justin Fields? Maybe the Cardinals get the second or third pick. Do they keep Kyler Murray? What happens with the Commanders? What happens with Bill Belichick? What happens with the Raiders coach? What happens with all these people? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, where the hell does he end up? And how do the Seahawks profit off of all of it? I don't know. I'm excited. We're going to throw playoff parties, hopefully. Snake, thanks for coming. Cal, thanks for sticking around. This has been the Finicky Football Podcast. Cal, you get to scream one last thing. Night. All right. There it is. All oh, under 40 minutes we did it.